Allentown, Bethlehem, Easton, and sometimes Emmaus. Welcome to the Lehigh Valley with Love Podcast. Hello, Tyler. Hey, George. How we doing? Good. Uh, <laughs> you say that with such like it's getting more <laughs> angry every time you say hi to me. I'm in this not podcast. angry. Hey, Tyler. I'm like I've done something like more, wrong. No, it's more like a. It's a. I you, don't know. Get, Welcome to me the, the Lehigh Valley Love punished? Podcast. I'm your host, George Wacker. I'm your co-host, George Wacker, yeah. with our other co-host, Tyler Rothrock. And uh, this is like probably episode 106. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah. How do you think the TV show's been going? I don't know. Oh, yeah, we have a TV show. It's every Friday at 11 on Service Electric. You should watch and it. And online, then. And then we put it online later. But how do you you like it? It's going good. It's a lot of... I think it's, it's good. Uh, the thing that we need more of it are animals. I, I don't know how we're going to make this You happen. relate better to animals. I just want to have... I, <laughs> like, if we have this... Like, I'm going to be honest. I don't know how long this is going to last. Maybe we only get to do a few more shows. Who knows? I would love to do a ton of shows. Uh-huh. So that being said, if I only have this opportunity for a bit of time, then I want to make sure that you interview a dog. That we have an animal on the show because I just think can it, it would be Can so I much just fun. be the devil's advocate here? Go for it. I, I'm up with everything. You, have you considered how hard it is to interview a dog? You don't wait, like interview on the like, la- the language barrier, something. George. This is what I'm talking. All about. right. You know what? Here's a, a real life example. We could bring in a penguin from the zoo, right? Leah Valley Zoo. They bring. You're gonna bring a in. penguin into a TV studio where we don't own. And what if the penguin gets a little flippy and knocks over a camera? They're not gonna like that. Everyone's gonna watch Tyler. You would already you like you saying that makes me want to tune in. And I I don't even watch our show. Well, it is a climate controlled studio. So speaking of climate, let's go to Tony with the weather and <laughs> our sponsor Walter Investments. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of your five-day forecast from Lehigh Valley Weather Authority, exclusively for Lehigh Valley With Love's podcast. Today for your Monday, March 9th, 2020. Absolutely gorgeous out there, periods of sun and clouds, a high temperature of 67 degrees. Yes, you heard that right. It is the beginning of March, and we're already seeing temperatures approach 70 degrees. Tonight's low temperature down to 47. Tuesday, uh, we'll see some showers move in, I think, late morning, early afternoon, and that'll continue on and off into Tuesday evening. But a very, very light event, I think anywhere uh, between a tenth and maybe a quarter inch at worst case scenario, but overall, very, very light rain Tuesday. Tuesday's high, 62 degrees, nighttime low down to 41 Wednesday, periods of sun and clouds, a high temperature of 57. Nighttime low down to 37. Thursday, sun and clouds, high in the mid-50s, lows in the low 40s. And Friday, periods of sun and clouds, high temperature of 56. Nighttime lows down to 38. Gorgeous week here for the most part. Going to be warm. I really don't see too many windy days. Uh, You know, that little bit of shower activity on Tuesday. But overall, that's it. 
Uh, I was outside today, and you, you, you really can see the bugs already whirling about, and I, 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 I talked about this all winter. Really going to be an issue this spring and summer are bugs. We never got that hard freeze here, you know, for that we normally get in the winter to kill off the bugs. So I think ticks are going to be at like an all-time high. You know, Lyme's disease is already running rampant in Pennsylvania, so that is not going to be good. So definitely use caution if you're outside. Get your your uh, dogs and cats those Soresto collars or or whatever you do to combat the ticks, and uh, just watch yourself, check yourself. Don't wreck yourself. And uh, that is all I got for you. Have a wonderful week. We'll talk to you Friday night over on the Service Electric Show. This is Tony from Lehigh Valley Weather Authority. Over and out. Throughout your life, you've worked hard to save money and build wealth while at the same time providing for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Working with Walter Investment Partners of Janie Montgomery Scott will help you create a financial blueprint designed to address your needs for planning, protecting and preserving assets for you and your future generations. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your financial plan will be at work for you and your family. Contact us today. We look forward to working with you. <laughs> See? We have good yeah. ideas out. Thanks, Tony. Incredible weather reporting. Uh, love that guy. He is an aficionado. I want to see him work one time. Like I want to go in and see like when he what sits it, what, down. I, th- I, f- I picture Tony when he... Like is he in weather. like a? No, he's just he's just like. I think he has ten TVs. No, oh, he just sits there like this with his eyes closed, and he just he just lets it come to him. Like it's gonna snow next week. It's gonna snow. So we have guests. We have two guests. Um, the I'm assuming the co-owners of the art establishment, Ellen and Tom. So thank you for coming on. Yeah. Oh, thank you for having us. Um, there you go. Yeah. Hi guys. We <laughs> the our our story is funny. The reason we even found you guys and then we'll get into like everything you do but somebody posted on instagram and we have the they were kind enough to give it us one except for this is they can't see you can't see it but i'll it's obviously if you check the notes but it's the <laughs> i hate 22 um sticker and then we somebody saw it on a like someone else's car and then of course leah that we love our instagram we're like we have to redo this so we put it up there and then it just you know it went crazy and then finally, somebody must have clued you in because I didn't know that you had it. So how did that, like, what, on your end, how did that happen? Yeah, so I actually saw it on Facebook. Um, I went on my Facebook page. I don't get notifications. And I went on, and I saw all these notifications, and I'm like, like oh, what is going on here, yeah. you know? And um, Could be so good or bad, and, right? Uh, <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. And so um, when I saw what it was, I thought it was really cool. Someone had taken a picture of yeah. it on someone's vehicle, and it just kind of blew up, mm-hmm. you know? And it was so much fun it because everybody hates 22. <laughs> That's, yeah, I was going to ask, like, <laughs> is there a more hated figure, in at least in the area? Uh, 20, N- no, 22. and <laughs> Maybe 78. Well, we do have a... Another sticker, a companion sticker that's companion I really sticker. hate 78. Yeah. But I will tell you hands down, because I kind of keep a tally, 22 is a far better seller. Well, I feel 22 yeah. has yeah. been around. Lo- I mean, it's been around here longer. Uh-huh. 78 was, well, the extension and all that. I don't know. I yeah. feel like 22 is like the, you've hated it for a long time. Well, they've been yeah. working on it for my forever. entire life. Yeah, forever. And yeah. there's always either a construction 
rush hour traffic and accident. There's always something going so on. Did you then like? I mean, it, it not saying. I'm not saying I'm a designer or anything, but this is very simple design. Did you like you made this in copyrighted? Well, so one of our artists okay. actually designed it, and he makes them. Um, it's it is. It's very simple, and I love it. It's really appealing. Yeah, I am. So um, the artist is Jim Murray, mm-hmm. and um, you can f- he has a lot of really creative stickers and T-shirts and things. Um, you can find him at Sticker Gorilla. Hmm. It's a uh, not G O R, it's G E U or G U E R. I can never remember how to spell it. Yeah, but um, he has a lot of stuff like that. But th- this is what he supplies and, us I mean, with. It's kind of like our whole thing. What I love about it is that, you know, it, it's not a national thing. It's so hyper regional that it's fantastic. You know, and some people, I don't know, like you wouldn't expect that to be something that would sell so much. But I think now, like, people like things that are from their area. Right. So that joke is exactly like what we would do. I mean, right. obviously the, the artist is the genius who came up is, with it. Yeah, did he, he, he came up with the idea? He, he yeah. did. He yeah. did. He came up with but the idea. But it's so funny. It's so perfect. It, it is. It's perfect. And the, the timing actually where this blew up couldn't have been worse because it was right after no. the holidays. <laughs> yeah. And we got cleaned out. We had t-shirts, Pilsner glasses, stickers. We were cleaned out. And so I had, you know, people wanting to buy them and I'm like, like guys i have to restock you yeah know? and great. we did i called jim um he actually moved to arizona about a year or so ago he hated he 22 hated that, that so much, much. <laughs> he's like <laughs> i gotta get on a, I got yeah, a one-way like, ticket i gotta get out of here so he, did he fly to abe does he hate <laughs> abe too <laughs> so he he shipped me about 50 new stickers like you know within i would say less than 10 days and we were restocked and i let everybody know on your on your well, facebook and I, page. And, and I don't i don't want to pretend like we're taking some sort of credit i think this eventually this was going to get out we might have just like you know <laughs> push it a little bit and you guys aren't right. this isn't just what you do so can you give us a, a better sense of like the story of the art establishment like where where to come from okay well it came from an idea i had um i want to say over 20 years ago and the idea was, well, let's, let's step back. It actually started when I was in high school. Where did you go to high school? I went to high school in uh, the now defunct Phillips, Phillipsburg Catholic oh, High yeah. School, okay. right across the river. That was when 22 was just a one-lane <laughs> road. <Yeah. laughs> we hated it back then, too. It's like, I hate two. But anyway, um, for a very small school, we had a, a pretty good art department. Okay. Um, you know, we was well-rounded. We did oil painting. Um, we did printing, uh, pottery. They actually had a, a kick wheel, old style kick wheel, uh, potter's wheel, and mm-hmm. our own kiln and everything. So um, I got hooked on art, you know, and uh, stayed with me my whole life. And basically, that's the idea of what we do. Um, there's so many people in all walks of life who are deep down inside are really artists. Oh, I agree wholeheartedly with that. You know, yeah. I th- I that's cr- that's so. Ch- I I have a lot of friends. You know, f- I'm from Nazareth, and they do other things, you know, they have other jobs, but they tell me all the time how they wish they did something more creative. Absolutely. And you yeah. know how you do it? You just do it. Yeah. When we walk downstairs on the way out, I want to show you my, <clears throat> we bought canvases for our daughter because we figured if you're going to make, if you're just going to make art, we might as well have it on a nice canvas. Mm-hmm. And she made this one painting and we we're looking at it. We named it Night Butt. 
because it looks like there's butt on it. And and that we hung it and we're like, that's night butt. And she, we yeah. always talk about it. And it's just fun. It's, it was, it's, and it's, I don't know. It's just like my caveat. I'll show you that. Yeah, later. I think people, I th- everybody has that creative bone. And some people, yeah. maybe they don't discover it or whatever. But uh, yeah, I agree. It's, Did you it's, go to Nazareth High School? Yeah. They actually have a very good art department. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. But I, I wish, that's my one regret that I didn't do more art stuff. I, I played it, sports because it was like, I'm a f- from a sports family, but I think I like art, like theater and stuff more. And yeah. so that's great. You guys have a place for people. Yeah. And, and it started, you were at Phillipsburg and, and you don't, you don't just sell stickers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then, so how do you, how do you very, get yeah, very yeah. small part? Of how, how do you get from, cause you know, the, the one drawback to art as you're aware, there's not a ton of money in art, right? Unless like, you're like the one guy. Yeah. yeah. So how do you go from Phillipsburg Catholic? I love art. What's the 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 timeline to now? You said twenty years have gone by. Yeah. Uh-huh. What, what's uh, well, the the idea was uh, again, like like you said, it's very hard to make your living at art, which is why a lot of people don't do it because they have day jobs and mm-hmm. you know. But again, they're still artists, so uh, they need to be able to have that creative outlet or let it wither and die. And why why would you let it wither and die? Right, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. I mean, we need more art in this yeah, world, yeah. not less art. Yeah, right. So. Um, I kicked the idea around with my brother again 20 years ago and it was a weird coincidence. We were just in the backyard uh, just talking about it and uh, he was kind of skeptical skeptical about the idea which was the idea being to start an art studio where people can just come in and use the equipment on their own terms you know whenever they happen to have spare time mm-hmm. you know, come in and do some art and he said eh, it's interesting well, he wasn't really sold on the idea but, yeah. but I swear not not two minutes later uh, a neighbor came walking down the alley with a fistful of uh, papers, and he wanted to show it to us. The papers were hand sketches that he had done. <laughs> we lived across the alley from this guy f- my entire life up until that point. Never knew he was an artist, but he was, right? <laughs> so, so my brother was convinced on the spot. So, really? Uh, yeah. So is this something where, like, is it like a state-funded thing, or how do you gather the equipment to fill out an art studio how do you even know what to get right so actually uh we're a small business Mm -hmm. so we were self-funded yeah um and we just wanted a well-rounded studio so um we offer pottery we have uh seven pottery wheels uh which is our most popular studio it's very hard to do that at Mm -hmm. home we have a kiln is Um, that like like remember that movie ghost oh everybody loves that movie ghost that that's all we hear in our pottery studio you know that's a good date (laughs) idea yeah we actually have couples ghost pottery night at valentine's you know what i might (laughs) i'll I'll bring crystal there and see if i can make some pot we're going we're gonna do this yeah can we come in and like make some pottery? Yeah, you should have an instructor if you've never done it before. It's not as easy as it looks. I, oh, I, I imagine it's it. so hard. I, I'm not, I don't assume I can do it. I just yeah. Okay, well, we'll talk our about instructors it. Yeah, get everybody to to make okay. some make stuff during art. We have um, sip and spin nights where people and the majority of them have never done pottery, mm-hmm. and they can bring wine and beer and snacks, and they Ooh, sit down and throw for a couple of hours, <laughs> and it's really fun. And it's That's really fun. amazing what some people yeah. make. Some people are naturals, really. It's it's really, and we actually find that males do tend to do a little bit better yeah. um, the first yeah. time, and we we think maybe it's the. Uh, um, 
arm strength. Right, Maybe they right. have a little more strength, you know. After um, like five beers, I think my <laughs> my pot would be a little like, yeah, I don't know if anything can go I in know, this. I'm thinking, I think this is good. I, <laughs> I think we're gonna make some. It's just, it's just. I wouldn't have thought of doing stuff like that when I was a little bit younger, but like stuff like that now appeals to me like, right. to get out and, and go actually make something or create like all those wine nights where people are drawing their pets. Like, mm-hmm. This looks like fun. Yeah, right. It is. It's a night out. And like you guys were saying before, people want to be creative. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone has something in them um, and the need to create. And so, um, you know, that's what we offer. And those nights are fun because there's no commitment. You're, right. not, you're not signing up for an eight-week, you know, art class. Just see if you like it. You're not and paying for your own equipment where it's like, well... Because exactly. I know people that they're like, I really want to do this thing. But for me to do it right, I need to spend a lot of money. I need to put a lot of time and effort into perfecting it. But now it's like, there's no there's no stakes. Like, well, we'll go make a pot. We'll see what it looks like. But I get to hang out with people I'm, I like to be around with. Right. You know, right. And it's, it's a social event. As right, well. Right. 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 And and even our pottery studio, we we have resident artists there that, that are, you know, they come in and work on their own time. Um, and they're a little more serious, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it, it's flexible for them, you know, because mm-hmm. they can come in. A lot of them work other jobs. We have yeah. had people who were chefs, architects. We have a doctor who's who's one of our resident artists. And, you know, that's his um, relaxation yeah. to come in and throw some pots on I'm, the wheel. I'm no art history major or anything, but it hasn't like the history of art has been funded by, you know, it, it's... Tell me I'm wrong, but you've had patrons, right? And, and that's been like the history. Like that's how Michelangelo and people could do all that painting. I mean, he did make money, I'm sure, but they gave him money to do it. Yeah. Like, people would say, you're so talented. Here's whatever. Right? No? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Historically. This yeah. Absolutely wrong. <laughs> did you, so, do you like major in art? Like, is that something that you can like went to school for? Well, um, we both have backgrounds in art. I don't have a degree. Yeah. Uh, I went to Moravian and I studied okay. studio art there. <laughs> Ellen uh, also went to Moravian Yay. and uh, she studied photography and um, found out she absolutely loved it. But once you graduated, right. what do you do? <laughs> yeah. Right, how can you do? How can you do photography, darkroom photography, you know, without a darkroom? So we have a darkroom mm-hmm. <laughs> for those photographers who are old school. Oh. And want to want to do film photography. I bet you get a we uh, one of our buddies. Do you know Matt Blum? Maybe maybe not. I've heard that name. Yeah, he does yeah. crazy stuff. Like he'll yeah. do. Um, I don't know. What it's, I'm gonna say it wrong, but it's like Dejeriotype oh, photography. Yeah. Dejeriotype. Yeah. 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 No, it's just interesting. I wonder. He probably would go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um. So there. It's uh, we have a community darkroom and um, they're very hard to find. There are none. The last ones closed in Philadelphia. So there are none in Philly. Where would Um, be the closest one? Brooklyn. (laughs) Really? Brooklyn. Oh, you got it. Of course, Brooklyn has a darkroom. What what would be like? I'm I'm not even kidding. And that's as far as I know. I've I've looked into it. Where would be the next darkroom? Like a private one, or maybe well, there's one, one at Nazareth High School. I know that. Right, so like the school. schools yeah. have them. A school, or, yeah. But, there's none but, that but you for could go people, into. right, for That's people really to just come in and you know make their own prints and and work, they, like, there aren't any. That, and if you're like a younger person, like 
stepping back in history. Yeah. Yeah, we oh, actually that's... find a lot of younger people are are more interested in the process than older people. Older people are like, "Ah, been there, done that," you yeah. know. <laughs> but a lot of them do have old negatives that they like to come in and uh-huh. make prints of their old negatives. Um Think about that cuz like when my daughter is going to this is going to be her base technology. Mm-hmm. Right. So ours was what? Like a, a rotary phone. Yeah. And then we've learned everything up from that. But she's going to start with this. Right, right, So right. she'll probably be, like, interested in... Well, well, how long it takes not. to develop a selfie? But no, she'll be, like... In the dark room. Right? <laughs> but, like, looking back at old technology for them is going to be weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel like film photography is a really good foundation for people. Even if you're you want to pursue digital it's a very very good foundation for people to have it gives you a very good understanding Mm -hmm. right of of the process of photography it doesn't make you like more like a more serious well i think the stakes are a little higher right when it it, yeah because you're investing in film and Uh paper and uh, time and time it's a lot more you know time consuming movie directors that shoot still shoot on film yeah Mm -hmm. and they're like i'm very serious movie director (laughs) right Right. do you do that do you do film stuff in there like like movies no yeah no that's gotta be hard to do i think Mm -hmm. i mean but that's again it's where's the 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 it's gotta be very intricate you're like cutting a movie together Mm -hmm. that blows my mind to how film movies came to be or how they mm-hmm. used to even have to show them in the theater because like somebody would literally have to yeah oh like change the reel yeah. at a certain point yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so do you what, what else um do do then the artists are they able to sell their stuff there as well is we that we have a small shop mm-hmm, with all um local handmade um you know things that people can buy a lot of gift item gift type items great for gift giving um so it's a nice outlet for local artists there's not a lot of places where they can sell their their uh handmade things um and we also it's not just our resident artists that can sell in our shop as well it's it's uh we have people contact us and and uh sell things there do you yourselves produce any art we don't have time now. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, it, Wait, was, isn't that, it is. Isn't that like the irony? It is a cruel irony. <laughs> if you could, you would obviously. I would. Yes, it's been my dream to have a dark room, yeah. and I can't tell you the That's last funny. time yeah. I went in to make a print. You, you haven't seen the darkness in a while. Uh, <laughs> well, I've been in helping other people, right. but um, but I have not um produced any of my own work. There's just no time. No time. There will be someday, right. yeah. you know. But right now, we're just still building the business, uh-huh. and um, and my husband's an oil painter and he teaches you know so, so that's there's what not you a would do if you could have some oh, sure. yeah oil painting is another thing that's in it, like the amount of time and detail that goes into that like it's crazy to me I, I, I guess i was on reddit this morning and there is um a picture of some sculptor right and the sculpt whatever it made it look like the stone was soft yeah, like, mm. yeah. you could see the dimples in the skin Oh my and god! It was just like how do you? And well, it's from fifteen hundred. Like how? How does that even? Like how do you get to that level of perfection? We, so we have the TV show we have last episode. We, yeah. we do like a little banter in the beginning, and we talked about how the Rembrandt in Allentown was yeah. just confirmed. Yeah, we saw that. Yeah. And so I gave George on air. Uh, he had to pick who <laughs> who did what piece of artwork. I threw a. Obviously, the Rembrandt, then a what was it, a Picasso, Picasso and then a Van Gogh, a Van Gogh, and then easy. then the last one was some was his, something his. that I did. <laughs> oh no, kidding! And I like I kid you not, this painting 
It took me like three hours to do, it. and I I don't paint, right? But it's so bad. You like, just send me this painting because I need to put it. It's like a yeah. Instagram. Yeah, and so I have like this like ultra ultimate respect for. I took I, I like watched a YouTube video and this guy's. I, I painted the same thing he painted. There was a boat in the ocean and there was mountains. I think it, you, and mine just looked. He's looked like an actual thing, and mine was just like I don't so like like I don't understand how like. How you guys do it? Well, well it's uh, it's learned technique. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like like George there's was saying. Some, I mean, there's some that is, there's definitely well, learned technique. You have to have an eye for it too, right? It. Okay, so yeah, you're yeah. you're hitting on a, a couple of principles there. So, George, you were talking about the um, the statues and how it looks like subtle flesh yeah, and you same. know so much realism and you can make hard stone look soft, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's learned technique. You know, the artist that did that. Um, trained himself over a period of time to be able to do that. And it's the same thing with oil painting. Um, you know, um, Tyler, you, you wonder how they could possibly make something so realistic. Well, it's a learned technique. Yeah. So there's two elements to it. The learned technique, anyone can learn. But the other part of it is creativity. And mm. that comes from inside. Yeah. The creativity is something you really can't learn. You have to live. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Right, so uh, like there were kids. Like I remember in high school, like, I would draw and make like superhero stuff, and I, it looked pretty good. And I took some time, and I enjoyed it. It didn't really matter to me how good it was. I just enjoyed, like I make like a, some superhero dudes and give them powers. And then like my buddy would draw, and it was it looked like it was in a comic book. Uh-huh. And his father was an illustrator for Marvel. I mean, obviously, but this kid was. We're talking. We're we're twelve. Like he's not training at home. Yeah. You know, so there's part of it that I mean, I'm not discounting. I'm absolutely. To well, be you a probably fine grew painter, up with seeing what is premium elite work, right. and, and there you can't get to the elite level without the techniques. Absolutely, mm. but it was just always disheartening. I'm like, you're so like, yeah. I'm trying so hard, and you're just so you like, know. You got it. I, I've never met. I've never seen a child, a small kid, who didn't love to draw and mm-hmm. love and love art, right? But then we tell ourselves over over time, it's not good enough. Yeah. Nobody wants to see this. Yeah. You know, and that's a shame. You know, uh, the popularity of our of our kids' camps are, uh, you know, it's a testament to the creativity yeah. that kids have. And uh, we just, as a society, we just let that they stifle it die over time. Yeah. And, and that should never happen. And that's why we're, we exist, basically. W- what are some things, like, that you're fans of? Like, what's your favorite like oil painting like if when you go you probably have a different appreciation for like an art museum than most um yeah i i tend to be you know i like the classical artists uh-huh. you know, um caravaggio velasquez and um you know such but the beautiful thing about art is there's such a wide gamut of styles and and, and creativity it's all about communicating the human experience and you can do that in multiple different ways um you know, Picasso uh, could paint a pitcher and a loaf of bread on a table. Mm-hmm. That looked, there's no mistake in, it's not photorealism. You know? yeah. You're not going to mistake that for an actual pitcher or loaf of bread. But he's still communicating something. Right. And, uh, you know, it's, it's still valid. I think it says, like, it says a lot. Well, I don't say, I'm not judging anybody. But you, you the, the textbook thing, when they see a painting and the p- person's like, Ooh, it's just this. You know, it's just a, uh, my kid could do that. You can look at it. It's either that way or you're like, what is this artist trying to tell me? Yeah. And you have a decision there. Are you like, uh, yeah. or am I going to make myself vulnerable by trying to, to think? Right, right. Yeah. And that, I, I feel like that's all it is. It's like you're, you're, 
you don't want someone else to, th- to look well, at you trying to appreciate something. A lot of people don't... Like, okay, so an oil painting and even a, a, a photograph, uh, these things take time, right? So when you see... If you go to an art museum or an art uh, like display and you and you don't have that respect for it, like, like even if you're going to be like, well, I could do that, but... You still have to understand somebody sat there and decided yeah. that this isn't whatever I'm doing is important enough that I'm going to take the time and I'm going to put the brush to here. So this looks like this. So you can and you have to be like, what do they mean by that? Right. Like somebody said it wasn't like a picture like oh, I'm going to post this not Instagram where you just take a picture. Here's my story. Maybe it's funny. Maybe it's not. Even somebody put hours and hours of their valuable time to do this. So. For you to discredit it is like kind of who are you? No, I I'm love kidding. that. No, shit. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I love no, that. I'm shit. kidding. He's an artist, but no, yeah. it's no, it's cool. true. And like and I think us. it's just it's so cheap to be like, man. Yeah. It's like what are, what are you doing, man, guy? Like you went to work at your job that you hate. Yeah, yeah. And you came home and you ate whatever, and then you watched some TV and went to bed. Like good for you. Like you, right. you get to judge what's well, like, acceptable being art or not. I don't like I I do stand up and I I, ru- I ru- like st- I do stand up all the time, right? And you know, some crowds appreciate it and some crowds but like time went into it. And that's a di- but like I wrote a pilot, uh, a sitcom pilot and we had a live reading at Steel Stacks. I have never in my life, I've done stand up for 10 years, I've never felt s- more scared and vulnerable <laughs> from when I had to sit in the back of a room and hear actors read my pilot and be like, and there was a crowd listening. I'm like, they're not going to like it. And some people didn't. Some people had negative things to say. Somebody fell asleep. And I'm like, this took, this was like 50 hours of my life that I put into this thing, you know? Right. And some people were just like, I was too drunk. I couldn't stay awake. I'm like, oh, wow. God. At, least, at least that's a good excuse. Wow. Well, we, we had, um, we had a gallery show a few years ago uh, by a, an artist he had never shown his work before and he was very talented he's Mm. an abstract artist um and his work you know he worked in his home and he had never shown his paintings before and he approached us about a show he's very very good very talented Mm -hmm. joe babas is is his name he's a bethlehem artist Mm -hmm. and um so he brought his work in we hung it opening night we're you know, it's a little bit before the opening reception is kicking off, and he was nervous. You can yeah, see sure. he was oh. nervous. You know, and his friend came in and and said to him, "What are you worried about, Joe? It's just your soul on display." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I always remembered that because it's so true. Well, yeah, because you know? you're worried that like y- you have this reaction that you want to mm-hmm. f- people because it is. It's like it's your your blood, sweat, and tears is is there and. If somebody mm-hmm. just looks at it and then looks like that, that might be them. They don't. You don't understand. You observing somebody, you know, not falling in love with your thing. Yeah, could be hard. <laughs> they might even be loving it. They're just look. But you're like looking at these people, and if they like, like don't pay attention to one thing and brush by, it, you're like, what does that it's mean? It's like what our that one mean? that yeah. one podcast I- review. Oh yeah, there's like the one that one woman, and sh- instead of not saying anything. Yeah, she's like, I hate your podcast because George is like horrible, and I, see, I'm, I can laugh. I'm fine. Like, it, I get it. it. Not every, you for a little bit, but like this. <laughs> so, yeah. so, she took the time to be like, I'm gonna ruin his fucking day. <laughs> like why? Like yeah. I, I mean, whatever. It's fine. You're allowed to express that you don't like it. it well, just, I guess that's the other side of it too. Me. If if you're, but hey, but that's I, a form I of accept, expression I ex- as well. I accepted. I accepted the fact that I knew that was 
a res- like that could happen. That's the one yeah. thing about art that is kind of different than most things where uh, it's subjective, right? And, right, right. But like you can, you form an opinion on it. It could, you could think it's good and you could think it's not good. You can't be a, an accountant and do somebody's taxes and they'd be like, I mean, you could get maybe you don't get enough back, but there, there's, 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 yeah, there's basically a, a right and a like. There's a it's fact, yeah, fact, fact based, right? But art, it's like you didn't like the thing that I did, and that's a really that's probably what stifles a lot of people yeah. from yeah. pursuing it, yeah, right? It t- touches different people in different ways. Mm-hmm. Like the idea that you're trying to communicate may get lost in translation, but the person who is observing your art still gets a message out of that. Yeah. It might not be a message, the same message that you wanted to give, but there is something there. I saw right? something very interesting. My friend Tim is a, he's an art, he, he, he's an artist and he posted something about, uh, pe- people's homes, how they have art in their homes. And he said, pe- people should, and not to knock what I'm talking about. People should buy less at bed, bath and beyond of the, oh, yeah. the yeah. live, laugh, love sign. And go to a local place and pick up a local artist's actual creation. Absolutely. You know, like you know what? You this just... commercialized bullshit that like, and I'm not calling it bullshit. Somebody made it. Fine. But I don't think art can be commercialized if it's like. like it's weird because art's so abstract. The idea of art is so abstract. Yeah. That is that art, even though it's been copied a thousand times. Sure. Is it a little bit watered down? I think. Yeah. You know, it's not. It's like, a design that is. Maybe I don't think any true artist pleasing. ever seeks out to make money. Like I'm going to get rich off art. There's a if you want to get rich, don't cre- don't because there's like you could go well, sell houses or something. The, the alternative to that though is if like say you're into if you go into graphic design. Yeah. You know, okay. And then sure. it's like sure, every sure, day sure. I'm creating. But then again, you are creating something within a construct of. But I do think that's a like people should much like go Buy local go the, go to their place <laughs> yeah. faster. And fill your home with that kind of art. That actually, when you walk by, you're like, I need that in well, my house. Yeah, there's, there's a certain amount of, there's a little more uh, gravitas to that uh, local artist yeah. than, than something you would get out of Bed Bath. Yeah, know. this person yeah. grew up where you grew up, or they live where you, they, you know, they have the this experience that you might have had. And, you know. Well, and that, I think it like, comes back to the Hate 22 thing. It's, it's so funny because it's something that, if I have it on, like everyone in this community, I know can appreciate this. Right. So I know if I have this on my car, everyone's going to be like, dude, it's all, you know? And, and I don't know. Like, there's something about that. And but it's the other local thing is, and it's so, it's fun. What's the store in the mall that has like crazy stuff? Uh, Spencer's. If Spencer's came out with that, I'd be like, ah. Like you're just trying to make money, man. Like that didn't. Yeah. Like you're, like, you're a true. big corporation. And you then, don't live here. Hey, that's just the facts. Yeah. But I think it. it it, it has a it holds a lot more water coming from an artist that definitely hates twenty two, like right. lived it, breathed it. You know what I mean? Right. And you you could even like if you buy local, you could meet the artist, yeah. talk to them, ask them about the piece. Right. You know where you won't get that if you if you go into wanna, like yeah. Marshalls or Bed Bath. I don't want to meet the artist. You know? It's like I don't want to meet. Uh, you don't want to meet your hero. I don't want to meet like Eddie Vedder or anything, because <laughs> then it, like it would just ruin it. I think. Yeah, like, but well, if he's a jerk- I, do, I would like to see the, the like, that's the other thing. Like, if you want to talk about having things in your home that represent you, like, not that a, a live, laugh, love uh, I agree. wooden board. No, you're you know, right. I, I know where you're getting at. But, you, like, you, if you have a dinner party and you got this painting that zero people have other than you, 
You know, I'll tell you right now. When we walked downstairs, my friend Matt, we were talking about. I have a, I did something for him, and in return, I have a one of one print of uh, a, a train in Bethlehem. That's insane. And and you know That's what I one tell, of one. You know what I tell everybody when they walk in? My friend Matt took that. Yeah. And I know him. Yeah, and that's yeah. No, I agree. This is and, yeah. and you feel kind of cool because you're like, I know people who who are creative and do definitely good things. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of creative people in the Lehigh Valley. Um, it never fails to amaze us yeah. the creativity and talent that are here locally. And not to uh, just like to kind of wind up a little bit. I wanted to talk more. Like, how do you like being in in Hellertown? It's not. I'm not saying anything bad about Hellertown, but you well, know we're, when uh, you stop you right there, we're actually in Fountain Hill. I'm sorry, I didn't mean. <laughs> so I, you're wrong, George. I, I was thinking of the wrong town on the wrong side. Yes, <laughs> you're right. And I was uh, so being in Fountain Hill. What I mean is that a lot of the times when you think of that area, it's like oh, South Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. Um, so what? Like, why is Fountain Hill? Why do you guys like being there? Or um, well, we live there for one. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a great community, and um, we actually fell in love with the building. Um, you know, we bought it was it was vacant when we got. What, what's it. the address? It's nine forty five Broadway Fountain. Okay. Oh yeah, Hill. right, right, all right. Uh, yeah, so um, yeah, the, it was <laughs> it was vacant when we saw it, and uh, it was fairly run down, and I um, to the to the point where I really didn't even want to look at it, <laughs> but I'm glad I did because we saw what could be. We saw the potential yeah. there, and it took us two and a half years of renovations um, to do it. We did a lot of it ourselves. Awesome, yeah. Because um, a lot of th- you t- everyone talks about all oh, these new buildings and all that, and you went and got. Well, there's so something. many good like. Well, it's like Porter. Like, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Porter's Pub in oh, Easton. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, mugs. Okay. A little too familiar. <laughs> <laughs> so when they opened, I'm sure you might know. For people who don't know, like when they bought that area, and all everyone was like, "What in the hell are you doing?" Uh-huh. Like they would like try to make them not do it and look at it now. And they're yeah. like they're like trust us. We're going to uh-huh. do yeah. it. Yeah. so yeah. the building was it's 100 years old and uh showed its age. And you know, not to uh toot our own horn, but um everyone that goes in there just they fall in love with the space. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's a beautiful space uh it's conducive to creativity. And it's a place where Anybody can go and uh, take time out of their day if you've never been there before. If you're driving down a highway and sit and you think, "Wow, what about that?" <laughs> yeah, not twenty-two. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, what about that? I remember when I was in high school, I did this painting and I really loved. It. I wonder if I could do another painting. You could pull off the highway into our studio and paint right then and there. I mean, we w- yeah. welcome people off the off the street. You know, and, it's and a I drop-in, th- essentially a drop-in studio. For and, and I think that might be. And this is just my thought. Like there, there's, that would be like the difficulty maybe of walking in a shop like that. If I'm not a creative person, I'm like, I don't know what goes on in here. There might but be I, an intimidation just, factor to well, well, what you just said makes sense to me. I, you know, it's like when you, yeah, maybe, and you, you touch on it, it's conducive to creativity. What does that mean? I feel like I know what it means, but like, how have you created, what does that space mean to somebody? It's got some feng shui. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, people often say they're very comfortable there. Yeah. They walk in and, and it's funny because I give them the tour, we walk all around and then they kind of linger. Like they don't want to leave. They're very, very comfortable there. And also, um, when you're around other creative people, it, it kind of brings your creativity up a uh-huh. little bit. So, um, well, there's, can you watch people create art there? Yeah. Or do can you, I mean you have to probably ask them their permission? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sure, you sure. don't just go. But most and, of yeah. the artists are pretty cool with with people watching them. Yeah. Um, you know, 
Um, but yeah, people, you know, they're comfortable and we have all levels of people there. We have, um, professional artists who come in and create, Mm -hmm. um, to hobbyists, you know, and, and people who have never created anything before, but they just want to try it or they want a fun night out. And they're always amazed at what they, what they are able to come out with. We have great instructors. So you you go and you rent the space. Is Mm -hmm. that, yeah. Yeah. You rent your time, you know, in the space and you can. That's great. Yeah. I I think we should go go and do it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure. I'll paint off with you. I'm in. (laughs) I paint you, you paint me. Okay. (laughs) I right. can do that, or we should no. I think we should paint like um, a a landmark. Oh, locally. see who does it better. Yeah, like a local Martin thing. Tower. We'll both paint Martin Tower. Okay, in in memory. All right. Yeah. So, um, before we get you out of here, where can people find more information about the art establishment? Uh, we have a website that's uh, theartestablishmentstudios.com. We have a Facebook page. Um, just just look up the art establishment. You'll find us. We also have an Instagram, the Artist PA. Um, they can and give so us a call. They can stop in. <laughs> yeah. And just briefly, uh, for those who are unfamiliar with who we are and what we do, um, we offer studio space and professional-grade equipment to anyone who uh, thinks they may want to use it. And we do so on your own terms. You don't. There's no memberships. You can uh, rent either hourly, daily, weekly, or monthly. It's probably great for students too. Who are, mm-hmm. you know. and, yeah. So, and we offer classes, but you don't have to take a class. Um, everything's on your own terms. What you need as an artist. I'm liking this because I don't. There, I don't feel pressured now. Right. So we also have studios um, just for pottery, printmaking, black and white dark room, and a painting and drawing the dark studio. Dark room is what it really, because I, I, I've never used one. But that's just yeah, that's attractive cool. to me just because, like, you don't get to see them. So, mm-hmm. no, we definitely, we're coming in. Is there any us. events coming up? Of course we'll let you. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, our biggest gallery show of the year is coming up. It's Sunday, March 8th from 1 to 4. Um, we do a lot of work with the special needs community. Um, we're parents of a child with special needs ourselves, so we saw the need for it. Uh, when we opened so we have a big special needs show featuring I would estimate about 50 local artists with special needs uh, showcasing their artwork and then also if just if I can add one other thing you can um, add whatever you want we (laughs) will be celebrating our fifth anniversary next month as well so we'll be having um, an open house celebration on Sunday March 22nd from 2 to 5 I will have demos going on in all of our studios so you can if you don't know what printmaking is or you've never seen the dark room in use before you can come in and see the see artists working Um, we'll have live music refreshments and just basic celebrating our five years everyone is welcome i love it even you guys (laughs) (laughs) it's it's so funny that 22 is our our mutual disdain for 22 is what brought us well it's like you talk we we talked a little bit about off air about how certain things are so divisive especially right now Hating <laughs> twenty two is not divisive it at all. It brings people yeah, together. Their the, hatred of twenty two. Yeah. So, all right, we want to thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you. And yeah, be sure to check them out. We're gonna have all the notes are in the all the links are in the podcast notes. And thank you guys for coming. Sure.